What's going on guys? It is your boy TKD123 here back again here on Plays and Source. This is of course Save Slot Podcast, the weekly news show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. With me, of course, my luxurious co-host, the Aragnan. How are you doing good, sir? Doing well, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Had a little bit of headache. I had a weird headache this week that lasted like three days. Oh yeah. Know? But I... yeah, it was really weird. This is the first morning where I felt completely fine. That's so good. Yeah, so we we on the road to recovery. You know what I'm saying? We 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 on the road to recovery. But of course well, I mean, how are you? I was about to go into the rigmarole, but you know, let me ask how are you? Nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing this, well. Doing, doing well. Good. Okay. Chilling. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. You had a good St. Paddy's Day? <laughs> like yo <laughs> I have a story about St. Paddy's Day, but did you have a good St. Paddy's Day? I honestly forgot it was St. Paddy's Day until like eleven o'clock. It's like, oh, that's cool, and then just went about my day. Same, same, yeah. Also, before I get to my little story, I hear that um, those that celebrate St. Patrick's Day, if you will, don't like it being referred to as St. Paddy's Day. Apparently, that's a big deal, allegedly. Um, you know, I. Uh, how do I how do I say this? Res, res, respectfully, mm. I don't care. Mm. 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 It's kind of like how like pe- you know what I don't know if it's exactly like it, but I imagine it's similar to how you know some people don't like when you say oh like when it's written like Xmas instead of Christmas, you know? Dog, like it's just that people like, call a holiday. I don't care. Yeah, we're like I do not care if I see Xmas written somewhere yeah, like that that doesn't bother me at all you know but how i knew it was saint patrick's day on wednesday was that your boy was jogging okay he was on like 1.8 mile about to cross over that two mile thing you know bussing right sweating doing my thing uh i jogged past this bar by the way crowded bar for saint patrick's day crowded as hell in in uh where i'm at in arizona right so jogging doing my thing and then the hostess like stops me she has a tray of like a bunch of different like green shots i have like both headphones in arachnid like full-on jog going on right like i'm clearly in my zone she stops me and's like hey would you like a shot (laughs) i'm like why (laughs) why would you offer someone who's out here jogging I appreciate it, you know, but like if I was walking, sure, that's an appropriate time to stop me, but not when I'm like full on workout, you know, yeah, thought uh, that was odd. You, I would never, there are a few things I would never do while working out. That is one of them. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm not going to take a tequila shot mid. No, that's not happening. Yeah, no, no. I, I feel like the I'm rest sorry. of the workout would be hell. That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, I know, you know. I ain't no lightweight. I'm not going to get any type of tipsy or drunk off of one shot. But I just don't want to mix that with all the water that's, you know, in my, in my, uh, you know, system right now. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's also just because like running, I don't know. I'm not going too into it. Like running is like, you're out of breath and you don't want to be like out of breath and then take a shot and then go back to running. <laughs> it just sounds like a bad time. Well, I'm, yeah. it was nice of her to offer at least. Perci- yeah, yeah. Like I did definitely appreciate 
the uh, the offer. And if I was walking, you know, and not working out, perhaps I might have taken it. Who knows? You know, it was a green colored tequila shot. I assumed it was a colored dye or whatever, yeah. you know, but besides all that this is Save Stop Podcast you can catch the show on youtube.com source, as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts Google Play Spotify etc via our anchor link in the description if you like the podcast you can of course like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the PSS family yes rate us on Apple Podcasts rate us on Spotify let's see what we got going on Arachnite is, is this the week is this the week that we get a rating uh, is this the week? I'm not feeling it in the air. <sighs> Let's just move on because we we did not get Apple Podcast ratings. Um, I implore you also to check on Spotify if you can. But uh, down below, of course, you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in the description. If you feel if you're feeling a little bit more generous, feel free to hit that join button to become a member of the channel with the $1 Prince tier and our $5 King tier members as well. And of course, you can check out stream series throughout the week if you missed them on the playlist section on YouTube uh, for, of course, Ratchet and Clank and Metal Gear Solid, which uh, one of those games will forever be done because it is done. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, in case you missed it on the channel, right, let's just kind of just go over those first. Uh, Crash 4 PS4 to PS5 comparison video was uploaded on Monday. Check out that. Uh, pretty good update overall, let's say generally speaking. Uh, I did a re- I did a review on a Nexigo webcam 1080p for streaming. It has a ring light on it. Pretty neat. Low price overall. Not the best webcam to be completely honest with you guys, but it is a low cost value, and I think that the value proposition there is at least good enough to perhaps suffice a purchase for this. And just in case you are aware, I was provided this product for review by Nexigo. So just in case you want to know that little tidbit before you go in, there you go. Uh, we got some new Returnal story details as well, which we aren't going to, I think, bring up at all this show. But definitely check out that video if you are feeling so inclined to. Uh, as well as in, in terms of stream series, we did finish Ratchet and Clank 2016. The last episode is up on the playlist. Definitely check that out. And we started Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, which I will definitely give my thoughts on in a little bit. But also, if you want some more of your boy talking on the podcast, you can, of course, check out this week's PlayStation Trophy Room. Yes, I did join the boys over there. I was a guest on their podcast playstation trophy room i'm gonna link it down below in the description uh it was a great conversation a great time you know had a lot of fun with them boys so definitely uh check out that trophy room podcast episode and just trophy room in general definitely check out trophy room very 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 good podcast over there as well but i've been talking for too long iraq night what have you been playing a lot of persona 4 golden i saw that bro i saw that you know what i'm saying um uh what's it? there was a song that was stuck in my head this week they're like yeah that's the like the hub world fire as beat yeah fire fire a song but please go ahead i okay let, i started about like last week when we talked about it i was very early on last week uh <laughs> um i have 45 hours on steam what the fuck? Bro. I, How sweet. I have been I have been playing a lot of Persona 4 Golden. So I was working out right. on Monday. 
And I was doing some squats, you know, getting strong. Getting that ass. Getting that ass. And I I was squatting like 50, and I hurt my back a little bit. Not, not bad, just my lower back was kind of hurting a little bit by the end of the workout. And the next day, I carried on. So it's like, I should probably take a few days from the gym. And Understandable. I, I, I didn't on Tuesday. I was like, maybe maybe it's just today, and I'm just being a bitch about it. So I did it. I worked out on Tuesday, and then Wednesday it was worse. I was like, all right, I'm an idiot. I'm going to take the next few days off. Um, so I had a bunch of free time. It's spring break for me. I Spring break in the loosest terms because it's just the same thing as every other day except no homework and I I was like okay I got nothing to do um, I'm just gonna play some Persona like I got super into it and I started playing and playing and playing and then eventually I started around like 1pm on like Wednesday just playing and then the next thing I know it's like 10pm like I was just in the in in that zone. Damn. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm really into this game. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. So like kind of walk me through like what exactly grabbed you and compelled you to play an extra 40 plus hours of Persona 4 Golden. I the 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 characters, the story is very very interesting. Like I really like the cast. The soundtrack, like we just talked about a minute ago, is like it's hit after hit. Like it's everything about the game is super interesting to talk about and to read about, to know more about the world. Like I played Persona Five, I played Royal, I played Strikers, and I, I enjoyed them all. Like I, I loved them all, but I had never played any other Persona game, so it's like I right. should, I should change that. So, I I bought Persona Four Golden. Uh, on on my birthday earlier in the month and I got done with Dragon Age so I was like why not I'll play some Persona and in my first few hours like I thought as a yeah okay I'm just gonna like meeting everybody is like I think I like the Persona 5 cast better but as I kept playing and playing I got more invested with the characters and how everything works and how it's different from Persona 5 in a lot of different aspects and I ended up loving the game as much as I, I love Persona 5. Like, honestly, if not more. Like, Damn. Like, I, I love this game. It is... So far in the year, it has been... I think it's my favorite game of the year so far. Obviously, it's an okay. older game, so it's not my game of the year. But so far, I ha I it is my favorite game of the year. This, this So, like... Uh, not counting like new releases and all that. It's it's right. very very fun. I I uh, I have a PlayStation Two, right? Like, mm. so I I followed you in your footsteps. And, oh shit! And <laughs> and I bought Persona Three. <laughs> oh shit! Let's go! Yeah, bro. The did you get the HDMI converter? Yeah, I I already had one because I, I played on an N sixty four, so I had something similar to it. Did the N sixty four wait have like the component cables? Like yeah, is that what you're doing for, so component to 
HDMI. HDMI, yeah. I got one that used a like proprietary like PS2 that like weird port. Yeah. That goes into the PS2 and then it splinters out to component cables, which odd. But odd. I got one of that. I got the proprietary port to HDMI. So that's how mine works. Yeah. So as soon as I'm done with like the the day I'm done with Persona Four, depending on the time, like if I get done at three in the morning, like obviously not, but at the the earliest possible time after I'm done with Persona 4, I will be jumping straight into Persona 3. Hell yeah. Like, a, little, a little Persona boy over here. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. it's it's super, super fun. I'm really, really enjoying it. And, like, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of turn base. So, yeah. so the, the fact that I'm, like, this into it, like, shows just how quality the... The, the writing is and how everything else in the game is like it's it's a lot of fun i also like oh sorry you go no 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 please go ahead no i, I was gonna go on to the next game but if you got something to say about persona i'd love to hear it yeah just really quick like last week i was like oh yeah bro i'll play with you this week uh, i did not i know <laughs> I I persona know. 4 but but uh my vita just chills at my bedside okay you know what i'm saying so i gotta really just grab that thing and and pick up again because i know where i left off yeah you're right? really early you're really yeah early. i know i'm really early but i still have like 10 hours in the game already you know yeah which i know this is like a 70 80 hour game right that's yeah like where you're at is early may and i was right with you last time we talked i'm in Holy december shit. i'm in december do you have a gauge on how far along in the game you are like percentage wise or like hours wise like do you have any gauge of that like pure gameplay because i that 45 hours is a little inflated because i closed the game one night and it said it crashed and the crash uh like the 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 notifications like oh your game crashed counted as you being in game okay but like pure gameplay wise it's about 35 hours in right Right. So, okay. 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 So I am, I've got three months left on the in-game clock. Yeah, it's like, I, I totally liked per like what I played, back in like December, right? Um, it was just like, man, like I just know this is gonna be a long time commitment. I just need to just set aside a few hours a week, you know, not nothing too crazy, you know, but um, it's just hard like juggling Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah, and no, then now I, we're I totally gonna start resisting. Yeah, and then we got I'm in the middle of Final Fantasy 15. We got Outriders coming up soon. Returnals next. So like, yeah. So I, I I definitely try to play a lot, and it's hard to dedicate myself to one game for like super long. But I I'm gonna try. I do, do I do have some thoughts on Outriders. I, oh, some like oh some reinvested. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, this is your section. So please go off. I know you you got to talk about the Doom. Oh, DLC yeah, no, I, well. I, I, that was the next topic I was going to talk about. So, King, go off, King. I'm going to give you the floor. That Doom DLC hits so hard. Like, oh, it's shit. it's so cool. Like, you know, you remember Endgame? No, I, I've never heard of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> like, uh, remember the portal scene? Oh, absolutely. You're gonna get some a little like that in Doom Eternal. 
get the fuck out. I'm gonna tell my kids that the portal scene was a real thing that happened. Yeah. I'm gonna tell them that the blip really happened. Like, like as far as I'm aware, that was a real thing that happened in 2019. I don't care. Dude, did you? Um, so quick, quick, quick side tangent. Did you? Did you ever go to the website? Is like, did did you die to Thanos? Like, did you get snapped? I never did. Let me do it right now live. Blip, was it like blip generator or something? No, no, it was like, uh, did you get snapped? Oh, okay, did you? I got snapped. Yeah. Let's do it live. Like, first, your live. first one is the one that happens to you. Is it, did Thanos kill me? Yeah, yeah. You were spared by Thanos. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got, I got snapped. You would have had to live without me for five years. I would have, dude, I'm not trying to live. No, I mean, we just saw Falcon Winter Soldier this week. He, yo, they were saying, listen, you did not want to live in those five years. Yo, like, like shit was crazy. So, no, I would gladly not want to live in those five years. Yeah, I got, I got Giga snapped. Hey, I just refreshed and I was, I was slain. Sorry. So It's that first one. It does. Yeah, it's this first one. God damn, I don't want to be spared, man. You can stab me. It's fine. It's, you know, side. I no, but it's <laughs> the the Doom DLC is very very fun. It's intense. Like oh man, though the Slayer Gates from the base the base campaign, I'd say are an easier version of just the normal fights. Huh? Because one fight in particular that I remember that you fight two buffed Marauders while juggling everything else wow wow yeah i'm i'm really eager to get to the dlc i'm gonna wait for it i'm waiting for the ps5 version of doom eternal um now with the acquisition inset not sure when or if they ever give an update to that you know um it sounds like they would still put it out given that they're gonna you know um uh still um oblige the uh, what am I saying? The two games, fuck. Uh, Ghost of Tokyo and uh, Deathloop PS5. Yeah. Exclusivity contracts, and they're gonna support other games that are already on PS5 and everything, and PlayStation hardware. So, um, I'm still expecting that Doom Eternal PS5 version, yeah, and that's what I want to wait for mainly. You know. Yeah, I'm sure it'll it'll come, but for sure, I hope. Um, what was it? It's Ancient Gods Part One. I feel is harder. Really? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Huh. So, I uh, I haven't done part two on Ultra Nightmare yet. Okay. I, I have done every other campaign with Ultra Nightmare in Doom thus far, however. So. I see. I see. With that in mind... Uh, the I'd say the hardest one is the Super Gorness Master Level. If you end up doing the Master Levels, good fucking luck, my man. <laughs> because oh, man. I'd like oh, to man. think I'm good at Doom. I'd like to think so. I would say you're good at Doom. And yeah, that uh, that Super Gorness Master Level kicked my ass. Damn. Damn. Like damn. I just yeah. I'm really excited to get into that, just that fact, because it just feels fast-paced, frenetic. It feels like you have so much control in Doom Eternal. Like, it feels so satisfying to play, man. 
Doom Eternal is a, a, a fantastic game. You know, people were saying that they were they were like questioning why it was on Godi and like when you look at the competition on Godi last year, I could see why if you never played Doom Eternal, like you could see that. You know, I always vouch for it, man. Doom Doom Eternal is is such a well crafted first person shooter. It's fucking great, man. Yeah, if if I can only pick one game to replay over like one game for the rest of my life, Doom Eternal is not my favorite game in the world. Like I love it. It's it's definitely up there, but it's not my favorite game. Right. But there is just something like it's like a game of chess. It always starts somewhat similarly, but once the game gets moving, every fight plays out differently. Mm. And I that's something I love. Doom has really shaped the way that I look at games that I enjoy, like in that category, like first person shooters. Right. Like it is it has changed fundamentally how I play first person shooters and what I look for in first person shooters. Because I was playing Destiny with a friend a few months ago. Thank you for bringing up Destiny. Christian Buckley on Gamescast this week wanted me to wanted me to ask you if you like Destiny. So please answer. I did. I did like Destiny. Perfect. Okay, cool. So I, I I was playing Destiny and I, I was streaming the game for a few friends but that couldn't play with us and playing with a friend that could. And I got the comment. It's like you weapon switch a lot. Like, if I have to reload, I'll switch. And I was like, that's just how I play Doom. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So it's like, in any game, like, in in just about any first-person shooter, and even third-person shooter, I'll weapon switch all the fucking time. Like, I I will, I will, I I played Borderlands. I'm trying again to like it. (laughs) I've never been so happy. I, 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 I've never been so proud of you, Rack Knight. I've never been so proud. Borderlands three. Uh, I'm I'm playing Borderlands two with a friend from work. That's a that's a good option. Yeah, like, uh, like I, I like Borderlands three. I still love Borderlands two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Borderlands three is great. But go ahead. I I I have been playing some Borderlands. I don't love it. I, uh, the most, like, the most fun I'm having with Borderlands is I've honestly just turned off all dialogue. Like, shut the, f- I hate them all. Shut up. <laughs> like, they're all annoying. I don't care. And I like, I like some characters, but I can understand your viewpoint. It's, yeah. I've, I've turned off the dialogue. I, I've turned down, I don't like the music in the game. So, Come, bro. Okay, no, but let, right let, there. Let me, let me, let me, let me finish. <laughs> so I'll have the Discord volume like at a good volume, and I'll, I'll, I'll turn on Doom Beats to Rip and Tear Two. Okay. And I'm just, I'm running around solely with a, uh, a double barrel. And oh, I'm man. just you... tearing them apart. Oh. You ripping and tearing in Borderlands 2? You trying to get these vault keys? Damn, bro. Damn, bro. And 
It is. It has been the only reason I'm having fun with the game. Wow. It's just pretending wow. it's a Doom game. I hear ya. I hear ya. It's well, just. I don't know. I, I tried to love it. I, I. I can't. So I gotta. I gotta make sure it's like Diet Doom as much as possible. That's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I tried. I, I tried for you. Hey, it's the thought that counts, bro. It's a, it's a thought that counts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, any other games you've been playing this week? After telling you my Persona 4 time, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I bet. I bet. I've been playing a few new things. Um, mostly, we're still part of the course on Final Fantasy 15. Um, I did hit a point. So, I just hit Chapter 9. And there's 14 chapters in the game. And I'm only like 12 hours in, so I don't know if like I'm just really critical pathing it right now. But the leveling seems to be completely acceptable for just like critical pathing the game. Um, I'm not sure like it was like I'm not sure if it was designed that way, just so that you know if you want a critical path, you can very easily and play it like a linear experience and not do too much open world stuff. Um, I'm not sure if the game just has a scaling system. I haven't really been paying attention to that per se um but it seems like i'm gonna wrap this up like pretty quickly dude like there's only 14 chapters and i'm on chapter 9 and i seem to have reached a point where the game was like hey you know uh every main mission here on out is gonna be in this location uh you know so you can go back to the open world if you want using this fucking dog uh <laughs> or uh yeah and you know after this you'll go back to the open world you know but the focus is over here. So it seems to be kind of like a straight shoot to the end of the game, seemingly. Yeah. Um, you're not missing out. The side missions are pretty terrible. Yeah. Like, I mean, I do like the concept of, like, the hunts. Like, I, I think the hunts are pretty cool. Um, I like how you know some of these side stuff will kind of just manifest very naturally where like ignis will be like hey yo we know we should check this out like um it was uh gladios um i know i say his name wrong it's like gladiolos whatever the fuck it is like there's an extra l somewhere i don't know gladi my 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 boy gladi right uh he was like bro you know we've been cooking all this fine food and stuff and like i love ramen right so what if we got the best meat and put it in the ramen you know so we hunted this like behemoth type thing guides me and then pause and then uh we <laughs> then we um <laughs> then we uh made a ramen with it you know um so like i don't know i like those type of side missions but i feel you on like they're not really that intriguing a lot of the side stuff for sure um but i do like the hunts though i think the hunts that you find in different uh like restaurants or whatever when you can talk to them eat or you can find a hunt nearby i think that i think those are pretty cool but um but yeah no like i'm still definitely enjoying the story of course you know uh, i love how the second region you visit i guess light spoilers if you're playing 515 and don't want to know too much about it i just got to altitia which is essentially like italy right and dude that region looks beautiful like this good looking game and it holds up i think this game came out what in 2015 uh a little later 2016 20 2016 i think it still holds up pretty well on ps5 you know you can tell it's a last gen game for sure some things don't look great right i think they did a i think they definitely paid attention to the character models 
of uh the homies you know what i'm saying like like they look really high res and like really really well done and everything um but some of the regions look great in Fantasy 15 so still enjoying it not spending too much time in it as much as i want to um but we should be wrapping it up here pretty soon so very excited to see how ff15 ends and all that great stuff uh ratchet like 2016 we did finish the game i gotta tell you arachnite the first half of this game not that great but the second half though once you get into the ribbon into the rhythm of everything it is very very fun um you know aside from it being like a poor remake of the original game i still think that ratchet 2016 as a tie-in movie game is a great game you know and gameplay wise by itself it's amongst the best in the series for sure um so overall Ratchet and Clank ended, Ratchet and Clank ended good. Um, that means the Ratchet and Clank stream series is over. You know what I'm saying? I've been playing the Ratchet game on stream, Arachnite, every week since like November. You look That's good. wild. That's you wild. know. So, it's an end of an era. I'm gonna miss those games, but we got Rift Apart coming pretty soon in June. So very excited for that. And Road to and Road to Rift Apart. Be on the lookout for that. Be on, be on the lookout for that. Uh, I did start Metal Gear Solid 3. Have you played Metal Gear Solid 3? I have. Okay, um, so where <laughs> where I was told to end stream for episode 1 was um, after the title scene and the song that plays, right? Yeah. Um, that song Snake is Gear. a motherfucking banger. Snake yes. Gear is very very solid it is elite like i didn't know they were gonna hit me with that you know um but so far uh a lot different than other mgs games but kind of the same you know it like feels familiar but definitely different you know what i'm saying yeah um i think i'm honestly so early in the game that i don't think i can really even make an opinion on it so far um but interesting setup you know there's a lot of questions i have which of course i don't want anyone to answer in the comment section or a right night to answer because this is my first time playing the game um i don't know why they're calling snake jack right i don't know um you know i'm not sure if this is even i mean this this can't be our true snake because it's taking place in the 60s right so i have questions about that didn't know that there was this other character called the boss who is a female which is pretty cool you know yeah metal so. gear gets fucking weird <laughs> yeah yeah like that's what i was telling the guys it's like uh, and by telling the guys i mean of course uh being a part of long play club on joy clicks check that out we're going through the entire metal gear series so where I, where i'm at and where i will leave off mgs3 right is like look Metal Gear Solid 2 completely changed the way I look at Metal Gear Solid, okay? I'm no longer gonna expect things. I'm no longer gonna, like, really say for sure, oh, I think this is happening or that's happening, or even that's who I think it is, you know? Right. It's just, I'm just gonna be on for the ride, you know? And we'll see what happens. So, I'm very excited for MGS3. Once again, if you want to tune into those Metal Gear Solid streams, those are on Wednesday nights. Metal Gear Solid Wednesday streams. Get hyped for that. Arachnite. So me and my little bro, right? Me and my little brother and my friend, uh, well, not my friend, my 
cousin. I don't know why I called him friend. What the fuck? My cousin and my little brother, right? I got them finally into row company. You know what I'm saying? I know you were saying, you know, you don't love the game. You think it's too easy. Yeah, nah. But uh, I got them hooked on row company. We've been playing, clicking some heads. You know what I'm saying? It's been a fun time. And I just gotta say, look, row company, underrated. So I'm saying, underrated. It's it's it, it's underrated. I said it last year. I'll reiterate it again. It is the best multiplayer experience I had last year. For for sure, hundred percent. The bar is low. Man, man. <laughs> I'm serious, but Rogue Company is a fucking great game, bro. It's a fucking great game. I swear to God, it's so fucking good, man. Fucking free to play. Across multiple platforms, runs like butter. You know, I'm still waiting on that PS5 patch. There was an Xbox Series X patch like two months ago. Where's that PS5 patch, Arachnite? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I would like to see it at some point in the future. But even beyond that, the game still looks great on the PS5. Um, so I implore everyone, hey, if you want a free-to-play game, you're tired of skill-based matchmaking on Call of Duty, you're tired of, you know, them kicking you out of lobbies where you can't build a little, you know, come camaraderie type of uh, competition there, try out Rogue Company. It's a great game. Don't listen to Arachnite. He's wrong. I've never been wrong. It's, it's, he's wrong. It's he's almost wrong. impressive. It's, it's amazing how often okay. I'm not wrong. Guys, yeah. Just don't listen to him about real company, okay? Listen to your boy. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Lastly here, you can talk all the slander you want about this game because I understand it fully, okay? I did dip my toes into Marvel Avengers PS5 version, okay? I don't have a lot to say on it. I will say, from PS4 to PS5, I think is one of the most impressive upgrades we've seen so far. And I, Arachnite, I mean that. For real. Dude, have you been seeing the 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 loading time comparisons? Well, I mean, anything's better than the base game. Like, no, I mean, like, bro, it is like, bro, Avengers on PS4 would take like, up. I, I swear, these aren't exaggerated numbers. Like a minute to load into a mission on PS5, it's taking just over four seconds. Like, it is really really fantastic you know like um yeah i'm definitely enjoying it a lot more than what i played at launch um i have dedicated myself to wanting to play through the story dlc that they put into the game so kate bishop and hawkeye you know what i'm saying we got news with that black panther thing as well which we'll talk about later on in the show but overall marvel avengers definitely not perfect i'm not sitting here about to say that i like the game right um, but I am going to play through the uh, DLC at some point in the future and check it out fully, you know, because uh, it's a good, it's a good update, you know. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> I'm glad, but if I if I can be just a, a little bit toxic. Oh please, sir, please. Like, <laughs> I I get so, I I know this is wrong. I know it's wrong. Okay. I and. Not, not objectively wrong, but wrong in a moral aspect. I have been... I have been loving seeing the slander for Marvel's Avengers. And I love the Avengers. I think I think it's a... I think they're a great team in the comics. I enjoy all their characters individually. But seeing this game kind of flop 
has put like a like an evil smile on my face. Jesus Christ. Like I honestly have been enjoying seeing it flop. And uh, and for the sole reason that they killed Deus Ex mm. for this game. So it's kind of like when you warn someone it's like, "Oh, it's not really the right call." Like you're you're making a stupid decision and then they immediately regret it. It's like, "I told you so." It's kind of like that. Mm. But I've been, I've been in, like, it has put an evil smile on my face seeing this game fucking flop. If you're like Daniels, like, that puts a smile on my face. Yeah, no, it it is, I know it's morally wrong, like, it's, it's not the way you're supposed to react to a game not doing super well. Fuck you. (laughs) You fucking killed Deus Ex for that. You killed Deus Ex for this C-minus tier game, are you kidding me? Gee, yo, listen, man. Talk, hey, man. Look, I know there's a lot of um, Avengers, uh, 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 you know, stand, not not stands in like a really negative way, but just they actively will like this game in our community. Yeah, you know, aka Christian, aka Christian, aka Jack Martin. You know what I'm saying? Okay, um, like both of them are amazing guys. Nothing but respect for both of them. <laughs> I, I, they're they're both people i i i look towards and people uh-huh. i love talking to but uh-huh. we can't be right all the time damn and bro. that's okay you're allowed Listen. to like this bargain bin walmart five dollar game here's what i'm gonna say man look to end this off listen man look about a week about a week ago i would have been probably more closely aligned to your thoughts right it's you know, okay. In spite of, in spite of me enjoying the story, which I will defend that game story. That game's solo campaign is a great campaign. It's not amazing. It's not spectacular. I thought it was a very, very good campaign. Okay. Um. Honestly, man, I'm look. I'm not saying neither here or there. I'm just gonna play through the DLC and I'll report back. You okay. know, I don't know when I'll get to that DLC, but I'll. I'm gonna let you know, you know, because I don't think I'll ever get super deep into the multiplayer side of Avengers, but if I can come back every few months and play a really cool, you know, truncated DLC story, I'm cool with that being my experience with Avengers, you know? So I we'll see. I have a quick question live on the show. Yes, please. Okay. So Steam is having a huge sale on every Final Fantasy game. Mmm, that's hot. Do that's I hot buy stuff. Final Fantasies 3 through 13? <laughs> How much? Uh, for all of them? Because I already own 7 Classic. Right. And I already own 15. It'll cost me $99. For <sighs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 games. So that's about an average... Of like, what is that like, eleven, like ten, eleven dollars per game. Honestly, not a bad deal for it's nine really games. Not. It's really not. It's really not. You know, if you got your stimmy, just say, just, just say it's from your stimmy. You That's know, that stimmy is like I was looking at a Buster Sword like a few days Bro, ago. Whoa, I want a Buster Sword so fucking bad, Arachne. I swear to God, like I. I know that's like, you know, like 
I don't know how a female would react if they saw a mounted Buster Sword on my wall in my apartment, right? I've got but, the Crucible from Doom on my wall. So... But, <laughs> like, there's a certain point where, like, the Buster Sword... I would put it on my wall. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. If, if she doesn't like it, then she's not the one. It's true. Can you imagine if baby girl walked in, right, and automatically pointed out, oh, my God, you have a Buster Sword with, like, a... With, um... Like, the Materia. Trying to name, like, a Materia in it. Yeah, and she started naming off the fucking Materia, bro. That's the one. A hundred percent. You know what? That's a great gauge, actually, of the one. Like... You're right. Okay, like true neutral like a good neutral is like oh the sword's on your wall that's cool okay mm, that's a true mm. neutral mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh like a lawful good is oh that's the buster sword with the materia and they like kind of get like a little excited about it. it's like that's really cool it's like right, that's right. The, like that's the best case the worst case scenario yeah. is why do you have that weave sword on your wall yeah it's yeah, like get out yeah yeah, which like, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, like, huh? It's that's a very delicate thing to put on the wall for sure. You know, that's a it's a definitely a choice. But honestly, a choice I kind of want to do. You know, I just want to get fit, bro, and just do a soldier outfit for Halloween one day with a fucking Buster sword. I want to do it so bad, bro. Then do it. You know, you right. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. You right. You want to go get it? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna do the hair and shit. I also uh, I I doubled down. I uh, I now own every Final Fantasy game. Congratulations! It is forty-two minutes into the show, and we're not even on the Ragnar PS5 watch. <laughs> Here, I'll tell you, didn't happen. Moving on. We came so close with Best Buy. I came Ragnar. I came incredibly close with Best Buy. Like it was very sad. I'm sorry. And here's what. I'm gonna do it right now. The week I do get it, I'm not gonna tell you immediately. I'm gonna tell you live on the show. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I gotta so, send you the money. <laughs> yeah, but that can be done afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but I just fear that one day we're both trying to get a PS5 and then you get it and then I get it. But I don't tell you that I got it for you because I'm trying to surprise you on the show. But then you're like, Kev, I got a PS5. And that's like, fuck. You know, I gotta go cancel that order real quick. Yeah, yeah. I hope that doesn't happen, but we'll see. We'll see. But uh, little sales figures here in the Arachnid PS5 watch. I did want to point out there. Um, Screen Rant is reporting that uh, as of March 2021, the PS5 has surpassed six million sales worldwide, uh, which is a very cool milestone. In spite of, of course, um, you know, manufacturing issues. No one, not no one, but. A, a big majority of people not being able to go into stores to get a PS5 directly and all that, you know, fun, horrible stuff there as well. So, uh, pretty cool right there in spite of all the scalpers, in spite of, uh, you know, it being fucking impossible to get a PS5 that uh, they've crossed over that 6 million mark. So, pretty cool to see right there. Very, you know very cool. So, uh, yeah, not not a ton to say there, you know, but, um, but yeah, just style is pretty cool. Um, I want to see if they have... Let me see. Okay, so I want to see what the PS4 sold during this time, but I'm hoping that this article says something like that, but I don't think it will. Uh, so you know what? We're just gonna move on. It sold more. I mean, I do know it's more than the PS4 during this time. So 
that is pretty much it. Now, going into episode nine, we got some news topics here, some big, some small, but we'll kind of just do a nice little pace through them. Uh, this one's pretty quick here. Uh, Bloodborne executive does leave Sony for good. This comes to us from Push Square, uh, written by Sammy Barker. Link below in the description. Quote, it's not, it's no surprise anymore, given the effect uh, given the effective closure of Japan Studio, but external production director and exec and executive producer uh, Masima Yamamoto has left Sony after 25 years with the company. The veteran has worked on titles like Bloodborne, Sacrifice, Soul, Sacrifice, Freedom Wars. Freedom Wars is a great Vita game, by the way. Tokyo Jungle and more. He wrote on Twitter this, and I quote: "As a as a game creator, my job at a first party was full of happiness." Ah, in the future, I'll be able to make games on any platform with a strange feeling. So, yeah, he's 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 officially left Sony after 25 years. Um, honestly, I would consider this a pretty bad thing to happen. Like, as we kind of, you know, move away from the initial announcement of Japan Studio being kind of centered on um, Team Asobi now to make Astro games and, like, Everything else they were doing is kind of just not happening anymore, you know, and just all that whole shift in Japan Studio. It is pretty unfortunate, yeah. You know, like, and this is definitely one of those things where it's like I am so shocked that Sony would let the executive producer of one of the biggest games on PS4, Bloodborne, to just fucking leave Sony. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they can't hold him at gunpoint. It's like you're not going anywhere, fucker. No. I mean, yeah, but like you can, you know, incentivize. Uh, hey, incentivize. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know. I wish they had. Hey, listen, team Asobi, do your thing. Whatever team did Bloodborne, you're staying too. You know, because Bloodborne's a big deal. Or however, like there like could have been ways to 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 keep this producer around, but it's it's. I think it's pretty unfortunate, but. I don't know. What do you think? Even as someone that you know has not really connected with connected with with Bloodborne, uh, we'll see in October of this year what the hell happens there. But as a Bloodborne fan, you got any parting thoughts about this? A thing is not beautiful because it lasts. I don't know. It's <laughs> like the, what, what is that vision quote? Uh, yeah. Oh man, I forgot. Uh, <sighs> but. Have you heard of the ship of Theseus? <laughs> I, I like when 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 there are there are very few times where when a certain developer leaves, like I'm like worried. Like I do, like there is a quality that Sony is held towards and known for that I'm confident about. And as unfortunate as it may be, like, I do understand that these are individuals with individual lives. And they obviously, well, I assume and hope that they make the decision that's best suited towards them and their and the life they want to lead. So I have no issues. I wish them the best. Like, thanks for everything. But, you know. And, I mean, I, I, at least on a positive note, right, given that... Sony, for whatever reason, never did a PS4 Pro patch for Bloodborne, and uh, there's seemingly no PS5 Bloodborne anything in sight, right? Never talked about a sequel. At least there's a little bit of hope that, hey, this 
producer, you know, left Sony now, right? So in theory, he could make a spiritual successor to Bloodborne. Yeah, absolutely. On his own. Yeah, so like at least that's a little bit of a silver lining where it's probably more likely that a another Bloodborne esque game gets made by him in the future. Now that he's on his own, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I know he can't make Bloodborne two. Bloodborne is an IP owned by PlayStation, right? So like it won't be called Bloodborne two, but spiritual successor. I think it could be done. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we will see. Moving on here, this one I just thought was really interesting. This next story uh, comes to us here from Push Square once again. Sammy Barker wrote this article as well. Uh, there's been some statistics let out about Ghost of Tsushima. Of course, me and you did the, uh, uh, I thought, very, very popular Road to Ghost series. Yeah, agreed. I miss that series. I miss, I miss, I miss Road to Ghost. You know what I'm saying? But Road to Ghost of Tsushima, uh, there was some stats let out over at Ungeek. And they noted that a whopping 50.2% of players have unlocked uh, Mono No Aware Trophy in Sucker Punch's historical sandbox game, which is awarded when you beat the main storyline. So in essence, over half of the people that have played this game have beaten the game, which is a pretty high uh, you know, rate of completion. The only one that beats it on PS4 is Spider-Man at 50.8%. Um, but, of course, that's a much shorter game than Ghost of Tsushima. And then there are others on the list, like, you know, Watch Dogs 2, Red Dead 2 as well is up there in the top 10. Um, for, for like, open world games on PlayStation um, that have trophy support, all that great stuff, right? So, overall, like, I just think, like, this is really interesting. Like, I love this data. I love when we get data like this because, like, I just think it's really interesting that... You know, we have, a, a, I mean, number one, a brand new IP. Right. Right. A, a brand new IP, end of the generation. A lot of people took the time to buy this game and play through the game incomplete, which I'd say took probably, I think I think that took it took me like 35, 40 hours, I think, something like that, you know? Yeah, but I we forgot also how long went for the platinum. I, I did go over the platinum. The platinum took me like 55 hours. Yeah. Yeah, just to beat the story, like, on stream, I think it was, like, 35 hours or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, I just think it's pretty impressive that this game almost has a similar rate as Spider-Man, which is a much shorter game. It's fucking Spider-Man, so, of course, people are going to beat the game, right? Uh, but you got any thoughts on this? You know what I'm saying? It shows the quality of the game. Like, yeah. it's, its high rate of completion shows just what people think about the game and i'm honestly i'm super happy with sucker punch like i am very like i'm i want to say i'm proud of them in like the least weird way possible like it's it's a sight to behold the game that they made the the quality like like yeah just it is one of the only games i've played in recent memory or something didn't fuck up. Like, I'm talking about just pure Q&A at the moment. Like, or QA. Like, I didn't have any game-breaking bugs. I didn't have anything weird happen. I didn't have any experiences. Because I, I, I run into glitches a lot. I play a weird games in a weird way. I like to experiment with what I'm able to do. And... There was nothing there that really 
like unimmersed me or something that broke the game or something that like that you would normally find like falling through the world or whatever it's it's a quality product from start to finish like graphically story-wise like narratively uh its optimization is super impressive like i i like i will go on and on ghost of tsushima like i the fact that they had to slow down the load time so you'd be able to read yeah. super impressive especially on i like i played it on a base ps4 yeah and the, the fact that they were able to have a game like that load that quickly is insane it is it is absolutely insane, and I'm super happy with what they were able to create with with Ghosts. And I can't wait for I can't wait for a sequel. Like, yeah, I'm I'm right with you, man. Like, I can't wait to see them, you know, unveil Ghosts two again. Well, not again, but like when they do, right? And like, I think above all else, like what this is showing in terms of at least like looking at PlayStation from a fan base, right? Like what I gather from this is that I bet if you look at that top 10 list, right? Or you, you know what? Not even that. I bet if you look at PlayStation IP over the course of the PS4 generation, right? I bet the completion rate has increased from the beginning to the end, right? Which would tell me if that is the case, if that is true, that the people are taking time with PlayStation games and they're knowing and going into it and experiencing a high quality game that they want to see through up until the end of the game, right? Which I think is a very healthy place to be in. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have more people beating your game, I think that is a very, very healthy sign of the overall quality of PlayStation games moving forward, um, and that people are noticing that. Like, like people know and realize that Spider-Man is a great game, and they suck through it to the end. Ghost of Tsushima, same case, suck through it to the end. And it's more impressive, like I said before, on Ghost, because it's a brand new IP. People know Spider-Man, right? People didn't know Jin Sakai before Ghost, right? So I think it's a super, super great stat. And um, I hope that they understand this. I hope they see this. I hope they, you know, know. And I do believe that 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 they know that as long as they let these studios take their time as they've been doing for the PS4 generation and just put out a quality game, put out a quality game, the people are going to play it and the people are going to beat it and the people are going to love it and the people are going to talk about it, you know? So I hope that just continues throughout the generation. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. shout out to that. Shout out to that. Like, Gotham Knights got delayed. Like, games have been getting delayed a lot. Yeah. And shout out to Cyberpunk for being the crown example of getting your game out <laughs> when it's not ready. Look, man, I am all for delays. I'm going to keep it honest, bro. Listen, heaven forbid, okay, if a week comes around on save slot where Horizon Zero Dawn, sorry, not, not Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon for Midwest gets delayed out this year. I'm going to be just a little bit toxic about it, but just know I, I understand. But I'm going to be a little bit toxic about it. Okay. I I don't actually mean it. You know what I'm saying? I, I <laughs> when Gotham Knights got delayed, it, it, 
I love Batman. Yes. One of my favorite superheroes. Top three for sure. I could not give less of a shit. Yeah, I didn't really feel anything about that one too. Like, it was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm not super looking out for it. Of course, I'm going to play it when it comes out, of course. But I'm not looking out too hard for that game. I'm in a similar boat with you. Yeah, similar boat. There are are a few games where a delay would really hurt me. Like, when Doom Eternal got delayed, I was a little hurt. Uh, But when, like, if they, I don't know. If that, if something happens to the Final Fantasy Integrate and that gets delayed, I'd be a little hurt. Nah, that one, nah. That one, I'm going to be for real toxic. Oh my fuck! I'm gonna throw something. I swear, whoa! Oh, I'm excited man. to play through all these Final Fantasy games and get back to you on my thoughts. And like, cause there are there are some people that like swear by some of these games, like we do to seven. What 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 I've been hearing is Final Fantasy six. Apparently, people really want to remake a Final Fantasy six, and that and that like that would work really well. Uh, allegedly, apparently. I, I, so on my Steam list, it is Final Fantasy 13, or 3 through 13, like the one, or, well, 3 through 15, um, but they're all in numerical order except for 10, Hmm. because for some reason it's 9, 13, or 9, like 9, 12, 13, 10. And I can't change it, and that makes me upset. That is very upsetting. You know what's not upsetting, Arachnite? What? Sony investing in Jade Raymond. This is, of course, coming us once again from Push Square. Sammy Barker as the lead writer on this article. Uh, PlayStation did announce that they have given Jade Raymond a studio, and she will be making a new IP uh, for Sony. The studio is called Haven. I'm going to read Jade Raven's words in quotes. Here we go right here. Quote, we want to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves, and find community. We want to pour our passion into a project. We we want to make something wondrous for people, ex- for people to experience because we believe in the power of games to bring joy to people's lives, and Sony does too. Their commitment to excellence is unmatched. It's why I couldn't be happier uh for their backing and support together we want to create games that are haven for players and why we want to build a studio that is a haven for developers so while we don't have many details to announce today i want the PlayStation community to know that haven is already hard at work on the unannounced ip we can't wait to show you more so hence you know why they named the studio haven uh, Haven will be the studio that will be helmed by Jade Raven. Jade Raven, of course, is made famous for um, starting franchises like uh, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs in Ubisoft. She is coming off of the heels of leaving Stadia about two to three months ago, I think uh, it, it happened. So this definitely happened pretty quickly. But you got any thoughts about this, Aragnite? You excited about new studio, new IP? It's not owned by PlayStation, right? The um, studio is not a first-party studio, right? It's more of like a second-party deal um, that reminds everyone a lot about Kojima Productions and Death Stranding, right? How Sony backed and helped, helped uh, you know, him get a studio and all that. So that's what it kind of sounds like to me, but what are your thoughts? I'm always... I'm always excited about 
new product uh, projects coming out, like new ideas, like unrestricted. Like people could just be weird about what they want to make, and sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes it lands for people, and like you know, for like that stranding. You you swear by that game. Like when I told you, it's like yeah, that game like is kind of mid. There was there was tension in the air at work when I said that. <laughs> I remember I remember I remember saying it oh, and then man. looking immediately to you and you looked at me like like a like a disapproving mom like you did something wrong. Also, man, these birds be wilding outside my window. Yeah, bro, you birds a lot. Of, yo, they have hella thoughts about Jade Raymond and shit, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, like you mind? It's like the it's like the morning. It is their domain, I suppose, right? Like, the, it's the my world. Skies. They're living in it. Hold on, damn. I'll be right back. Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'll about to talk my talk. I'll I'll kind of fill some air. Yeah, like I mean, I think this is a great move for all parties involved um because a jade raymond is able to make what she wants to she's she's able to hopefully put out a game finally it's been a long time since she's put out a game um and also playstation has a brand new exclusive ip uh that they did not have to acquire a whole studio for right this is not like a long time commitment right but this could lead to an acquisition down the line but um you know it's kind of like hey We'll scratch your back, you scratch our back, all that great stuff. And it seems like a good deal all around, right? Like, it reminds me of um, not only Kojima with Dead Stranding, but um, also uh, uh, Quantic Dream. How they signed a three-deal game deal with PlayStation, right, to put out, um, what was it, uh, Beyond Two Souls, Heavy Rain, and The Joy Become Human. You know? Right. So, pretty cool. Two pretty of those cool. games were pretty good. Yeah, I hear Beyond Two Souls isn't that hot. Uh, honestly, I've played Beyond Two Souls twice in my life. Mm. I played it when it first released back in like 2013, and I played it when I got it for free with uh, Detroit Become Human. Yeah, I have it. Excuse Skip me. it. I have it. I have it. Never played it. Skip um, it. I would rather play Heavy Rain though. I hear Heavy Rain's phenomenal. I love Heavy Rain. Yeah, the only one I played is Detroit, and I love Detroit. I thought Detroit was super good. Yeah, the honestly, I I like Detroit a lot. Heavy Rain is my favorite Quantic Dream game by a a leap and a bound. It is mm. it like Detroit was good. I've played through it twice. I really enjoyed my time with it both times. Uh, Heavy Rain is the best Quantic Dream game by a mile. Hmm. Like, I will stand by that game any day of the week. I loved it. I was obsessed with it when I was younger. Almost, it was a little weird. I was 12 when I played Heavy Rain. And yeah. I remember talking to my parents about it. Because they are like, oh, what what game are you playing? Because they were, you know, play parents and feigning interest. And I told them about it. And they're like, aren't you a little young to be playing that? <laughs> Like, uh, and I was like, no, I was like, I, I really, really liked it. I played the game multiple times to get all the endings, and I enjoyed my time with it thoroughly. I, I just rebought it on the computer on Steam six months ago and played it through again. And I, I've seen everything that game has to offer. 
and I would still play it again. Like it is, it is a phenomenal game. There, there are some Quantic Dream misses, like Beyond Two Souls and Indigo Prophecy. Do your, do yourself a favor. Don't look into the Indigo Prophecy. I hear you. It's, it's a mess. I hear you. I hear you. Mainly, I just want to play just heavy rain. Um, you know, that's that's probably it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what comes from this studio with uh Jade Raymond. You know what I'm saying? Like, very interested in that. Um, I wonder what it's actually gonna be. You know, is it gonna be open world like her pedigree has uh to tell? You know, we'll see, man. We'll see. But I'm very curious to see what what comes of that. But it won't be for like a few years at least. Like probably like three or four years. You know, at right. the at the quickest so shout out to that next up here got a little bit to go over for you guys that i'm sure everyone here will be interested in uh play at home has leveled the fuck up okay so uh i thought it was just gonna be just one game a month for the next four months but this month we are getting 10 free games for play at home between march and april okay so i'm gonna run down the list real quick and uh, these are playable on PS4 and PS5, although there are some PSVR games as well. So the so the PS4 and PS5 games are Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, Res Infinite, Subnautica, and The Witness. And PSVR games, uh, which either are only PSVR or or PSVR games that um, are are like a separate mode where you can play the game regular or in VR. You have Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss, Thumper, and Paper Beast. So all of these will be available starting March 25th next month. I mean, sorry, next week. So pretty cool to see that right there. And the last game starting on April 19th. So next month will be Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition, which also comes with the Frozen Wilds expansion. So all of that will be for free via Play at Home. That's cool as fuck. That is cool. Do you, do you recognize any of these games? Besides Horizon, I I do recognize Gungeon. Mm. Like, isn't that like the shooter one? It it's like Hades. It's, it's okay. A like, okay. if you like Hades, you'd like Gungeon. I see. I see. Yeah, I see. And I've heard. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, you go. You go. I was gonna say, like, like I've heard good stuff about Sub Subnautica. Definitely want to check that out. Witness to Abzu as well. Um, I would love to play Astro Bot, but I don't, I don't have a PSVR. But this whole story does lead into our next story as well, in a in a way as well. But uh, I want to play Thumper because that game has a fat beat, you know, and it looks cool as fuck. Very very, very colorful. But definitely, everyone play Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Like that. That's a that's a given, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the and the last thing I'll say, Arachnite if I may, about this list, right? Is that it's great and all, right? That we're gonna get Horizon Zero Dawn, April 19th, that's great, okay? It is March 20th as of this recording, okay? So we're just under a month away, all right? Might I request that they detail or announce some type of PlayStation 5 patch before this hits? Do you think it's possible, Arachnite? Fuck you, man. Um, <laughs> my money's on May. May will get a PS5 patch. I could feel in May. I could, I could see May. 
I just think like, wouldn't it be cool to be like, hey guys, and if you're on PS5, by the way, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn launching next week. Well, I mean, uh, like, if you want to wait like a, a few weeks, <laughs> just here you go. Uh, but if you just want to, uh, if you just want to play it, here you go. I just want 60 frames on Horizon Zero Dawn, dude. 60 frames w- only? Kind of, kind of <sighs> gross. This 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 guy, um, dude. I'm I'm telling you, I'm gonna rub it this, in every time. This freaking guy, this guy, this guy over here. Yes, sir. I want 60 frames minimum. Okay, I want 60 frames for Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> no yeah. fucking PS5, please, <laughs> please. Uh, 60 frames is kind of the bare minimum. Hey, like, you know what? I'm easy to please. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. You know, <laughs> that's not good enough for me. But uh, yeah, guys, definitely be on the lookout for that. Definitely at least add these to your library. You only got to download them, you know. But just on a rainy day, you might want to check out one of these games. And you'll be happy that you did uh, check it out. So definitely cool right there. And obviously, you can see here that, you know, putting Ryzen and Clank and then Horizon, that they are definitely trying to promote their future sequels. So I bet God of War will be one of, the, one of them as well. You know what I'm saying? Even though that is already on the PlayStation Plus, you know what? Actually, I don't. I don't think it would be, because it's on PlayStation Plus collection. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. But there definitely was a pattern there of like I, I betted like, uh, like like a like a few weeks back when Ratchet was added that they'll probably do Horizon. So we'll see. We'll see what comes next. But very cool offering right there as well. Also, stay at home. Wear your mask. Why even go outside? You know. Honestly. Like asking. Why? Why would you? Like. I agree. You got the ridiculously overpriced options of DoorDash. Why did I pay fifteen dollars for a milkshake? Why? <laughs> I prefer Uber Eats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Uber. I've had. To, I've heard some good things about Uber Eats. I might. I might make the jump. But like. I would recommend it. Yeah. yeah. I would. I would. I would recommend. It. Like I was on Postmates. I found Postmates to be. Um, Egregiously overpriced. I thought, I right. thought you were going to say ugly. <laughs> I was like, damn. No, yeah, it's definitely not ugly. But um, I just find Uber Eats to be um, to be a little bit more um, cost effective. You know, I find their pricing fair, right? Overall, so yeah, big fan of Uber Eats. Okay. Next up here, this this would have been the main topic of the show, but we got other things to talk about as well. Uh, PlayStation did announce their next generation PSVR motion controls. And uh, there's some pretty cool stuff that we learned here from this. And uh, let's just read over here from the PS blog. Uh, this was, of course, on Push Square as well. Sammy Barker doing his thing. But the info mainly came from PlayStation blog. It says here, quote, The VR controller is tracked by the new VR headset through a tracking ring across the bottom of the controller, the PS blog says. The, uh, the PS... The new PSVR controllers will also um, integrate, you know, haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, finger detection as well, which is a brand new thing to the controllers as well. Um, and yeah, they mainly said that they did this announcement in a very similar fashion as why they revealed the DualSense last year was because they have dev kits going out to developers. So this was going to leak anyway. So why not just get ahead of it? And uh, we did get some pictures of the new next generation uh, PSVR controllers as well. So I do have a full video plan later on um, in the week detailing like my full thoughts about this controller and everything. But ultimately, 
um i think this is a very very good sign right i think this is a very very cool thing to bring up first um and uh you know it it definitely has me intrigued about psvr2 like there's a pretty high chance that i get psvr2 you know uh but did this do anything for you arachnite what are you feeling what are your thoughts you know uh no damn I... hard no yeah no it's uh if you offered me a PSVR, like you held it in your hands, and you said you would have to pay twenty five dollars for this, I still wouldn't take it. Oh come on, man! You don't like how it looks, bro? Like you see the matte finish on that thing, bro? It's, you see the? It looks good. Like that—that's not a like I I. There, it's just the, the fundamental aspect about VR. It's, I don't care i don't like it i it physically i am not built for vr i am i'm a large man i am six foot two (laughs) and i live in a small room so i'm six foot two i've got the wingspan i don't know it's just it it doesn't work because i i bashed a VR controller on my monitor when I was playing Robo Recall. Mm. I broke a VR controller just by dropping it. <laughs> and those things cost $70 to replace for one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I I just and not even talking about how nauseous it makes me because like doing anything in VR makes me want to collapse. Hmm. So like I, I really hope we don't see a shift into VR. I really hope. Because not only for me, because I'm a baby, but it's just for accessibility. Like, you don't have the same range of accessibility for your games if you restrict them to VR only. If there's a VR option, however, that's a different story. But, like, games like Half-Life Alex, I I really wish they weren't in VR. Like, I understand the range that VR offers. However, it's not something comfortable for everybody. But that's neither here nor there. Just talk, staying on topic. I do... Wait. Next-gen motion controllers tracked by headset. Isn't that the bare minimum? No. So that was a big change, right? So the PSVR, as far as I am aware of, right? I don't own one, but I have like played played with one at a friend's house a few years back, right? And it's tracked by the PlayStation camera. That's awful. Right? So so what that was the first gen. So like this generation of hardware is gonna be tracked by the VR headset itself. So there's no need for a camera to be required. So I think that is going to be able to um have you be able to like have more room right like you maybe don't have to be so self-enclosed in a in a particular field of view of the camera right um so maybe that could be what that means maybe it could mean like better connectivity better tracking overall i'm assuming as well so um it's gonna be very interesting to see how this hardware tracks right um but yeah i mean I'm uh, they're they're making at least from my point of view a lot of good moves with 
this new PSVR, announcing that it's one cable to the PS5. That's it. I'm getting rid of those move wands, which those move wands are old fucking tech. So I was shocked that they use them for the first gen anyway. Um, so I'm intrigued, man. I'm intrigued. It looks cool. I definitely hear you on like, you know, not wanting some games um, to be on PSVR. Like so far, I haven't experienced that where like there was a game like I, I really wanted to play like on like a regular um, type of monitor as opposed to VR. Um, but I just hope that, you know, that uh, that you know, they continue to make experiences that are finely crafted that are crafted for VR, right? And um, I think it's cool, you know? Yeah, I... I, I think it's cool. It's yeah. it's just not for me. Like I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I I wish them all the best, everybody that loves VR. Like, have fun. I I don't. I, I don't have the, the passion for it. To dedicate an entire room in my house for it, like some people do. Yeah, what I think I would end up doing is run, I mean, buy a whole wire set for my PS5 out in the living room. And whenever I want to play VR, I do it out there with with more space. And all I got to do is just move my PS5 and not not the wires. You know, I have like a copy of the wires over on that setup, plug everything in and then just get going. You know, I think that's how I would do it. You know, now if 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 I could, Arachne, believe me, if I could, I would almost rather buy another PS5 and keep it. <laughs> Dude, I can't even get one. Dude, listen, I was having the conversation. You know what? This is kind of off topic, but like I was having a conversation with my friend. I'm like, listen, I value and I will gladly pay for convenience. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like they're like, oh, you, Kevin, you're you're grown. Why don't you change your own fucking oil in your car? I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to fucking do it. I don't want to change my fucking car oil by myself. So yes, I would gladly go to a fucking Jiffy Lube and pay someone to do it for me. Like that's the point. It's convenience. You know what I'm saying? I... Oh, Kevin, this restaurant is like two miles away. Why don't you just drive over there and get the food yourself and not pay delivery fees? No, I'm paying for convenience. I, I enjoy I convenience. That's my, it. My yeah. goal in life, a goal in life, is to make enough money where I don't really care about paying for convenience. Mm, mm, like, mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I will, I will straight up wait to do something if I can do it more conveniently with more money. <laughs> I, I, w- I wouldn't, I, I like to figure things out. If there are some things that I just can't figure out, like then paying for convenience is always an option. Like I'm not too prideful to avoid that, but yeah. I like to figure things out. So mm. if, if I have to figure out like some kind of weird way to get something to work, I'll typically do it. Like I'll I'll sit there and I'll brainstorm until I figure out a plan, because it I don't know it's a, it's it's fun and I, I like doing it. It's fun for me. Yeah, yeah. But I just I, yeah. I wouldn't buy I a really, whole console yeah. for convenience. Yeah, like I understand like that might be like I would I think my first and pretty like my acceptable level of convenience would stop at just buying another power cord for the PS5 and just having another HDMI just chill there on 
the TV outside, right? Like, that'd be probably where, where I stop at. And just keep the VR unit out there and just move the box when I want to play VR, right? But I wouldn't put it past myself. If I could get a PS5 easily, I might just buy another one and keep it up there. Probably not, to be honest. Probably I, not. I but, can't uh, even get one. If you, you if you tell me one day, it's like, hey, I have two PS5s and I don't even have one. Dude, if I got a second PS5, that is going to you. <laughs> like, can you imagine if I come next week like, hey, I got another PS5 for me to put outside the living room. <laughs> I, I would leave. Christ. You would do the show solo that week. Oh, man. Oh, man. Shout out to PSVR. We will definitely keep that up to date uh, on future Saves Law episodes. But the last thing we get to cover here, I wanted to just breeze through the Square Enix Presents conference that happened last week. A lot of PS5 news, a lot of PS5 games coming out there. Um, but I did want to just, you know, we don't have to cover everything in great detail, uh, but just the big heavy hitters, right? Um, so this is a IGN recap article here. Uh, first one I think that maybe we'll spend probably the most time with is, uh, did you see Project Athia's re-release of the name and everything, and they got, we got a little gameplay from it? I, I did. I did see that. Yeah, so I did not know, okay, so well, let's, let's cover the, the news first. First up, it is now called Forspoken. That is the official name of this game. Honestly, I'm not in love with the name of the game, to be honest. I don't like that name that much. Um, but yeah, Fort for Spoken is the is the name of the game. Did not realize that it was being developed by Luminous Productions, who did Final Fantasy 15. So it's like, okay, okay, I like that. I'm liking 15, right? So I should, on paper, be somewhat interested in this game for sure. Um, and we did get a uh, uh, unveiling of the main character. She's a female. Um, she got. A little bit of melanin so you know we we love to see melanin queens on these games you know set to release in 2022 the character's name is Frey Hollins and uh, she's quote an ordinary woman thrust into a beautiful yet cruel world and like there's a quote in this trailer of like where she's like is that a motherfucking dragon like she literally says that you know so pretty neat I'm now a lot more intrigued at this game but Got any thoughts? I'm, I'm curious. It's coming to PC too, my boy. It's coming to PS5 and PC. You know what I'm saying? So like you can every game should. You can get all the frames you want. You know, it, PC you know, should be a universal medium that every game comes out on. Because mm, okay, okay. I give me what I want. <laughs> give me what I want. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely that would intrigue me a lot. You know, definitely looking forward to that. Um, I know I right now excited about this Black Panther expansion for uh, Marvel Avengers. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he's going to be all up in that. You'd have War to pay me $60 to play Avengers. What? War, War for Wakanda? You may trying to battle in the... Uh, no? No? Yeah. Dude, the, the voice of Black Panther is Christopher Judge. Kratos. Huh? Huh? Very no? cool. Okay. Still no. <laughs> um, I forget. Spider Man got me to Avengers. If Spider Man didn't get me to Avengers, nothing's getting me to Avengers. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm 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 interested to see how Spider Man plays in Avengers. I know it's not gonna be anywhere near as good as Insomniac, but I'm still interested though. It'll probably I'll, just play like something like Ultimate Alliance. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, I forget if you're a Live of Strange fan. I'm a huge Live of Strange fan. So Live of Strange True Colors did get announced coming out September 10th. Follows the uh, story of Alex Chen, a brand new story in a brand new environment where she has the psychic empathy powers, which I think is very interesting because I would like to consider myself pretty empathetic, honestly. Like, if my friend's having a bad day, honestly, I'm having a fucking bad day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that tends to happen to me a lot, you know? Um, I'm not trying to, like, you know, boost myself up or, like, anything like that. Like, I, I'm just being honest with you guys. So, I find this power to be very interesting in Life is Strange. I fucking love Life is Strange, so I'm very excited for this. They did announce the big thing that there will be, there will still be chapter breaks in this game, but the whole game will be out on September 10th, right? So, they're not gonna, you know, wait a few months and drop episode two, episode three, whatever. Like, it's all gonna be, all the episodes are gonna launch on the same day. So, yeah, it, very cool thing. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I haven't played Life is Strange 2. I know I should. I know you're going to say, why haven't you played it? I know. I know. I, <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to stop you right there. Um, I was like, I wasn't going to slam you that bad. Like, okay. Like, I think you should. That's it. Go ahead. No. Um, <laughs> you know. Hold on. Is, is he about to buy it on Steam? Holy shit. Where is it? While you while you do that, they also announced Life is Strange Remaster Collection will uh, be coming as well. It'll feature Life is Strange and Life is Strange Before the Storm in the remastered fashion, which is also releasing in September this year as well. I so. I, I love Life is Strange one. Like I know I need to play two before I can say it's my favorite, but there's just something about Max Caulfield that I really liked. Maybe it's because she's exactly my type. Okay. I feel you. She, I don't know. Like, I played I Life is Strange when I was, like, what, 15? And I was, like, I had a huge crush on Max the entire time. So she didn't romance anybody. <laughs> oh, damn. You was like, nah, you're not getting with nobody but me. <laughs> yeah, no, um... I... I don't know. I, I really like the story. And then I don't know why I never got around to it. No, I know exactly what happened. I, I didn't like the waiting for episodes. Yeah, Labyrinth Strange 2 suffered a lot for that. Dude, it took Labyrinth Strange 2 like a year and three months to, to pull out, to put out the entire game. It, it, and life, it's like, come on. Yeah, it Life is Strange 2 episode 1 came out on September 26th. Episode yeah. of 2018. Episode 4 five came out on december 3rd 2019 yeah like it was incredibly long for those weeks and like i think it definitely suffered in a lot of ways for that for sure you know absolutely which i think this game will not have that problem anymore so very no. excited for that yeah the the episode system like telltale telltale did it and it worked out somewhat well because telltale games like in their heyday when The Walking Dead Season 1 came out. Uh, it came out like once every three months. Yeah. Which which was a decent amount of time. Like, But I'd rather wait an extra year and just get them all at once. Yeah, and it's a better way to play it. It's it a way a better, better way to play those games. Way better. It's... 
it it reduces the pride. Also, just bought Life is Strange too. Um, Fuck yeah! So <laughs> I'll be playing that as soon as I'm done with uh, Persona Four, and then then I'm going to just go straight into all those Final Fantasy games. But I the the episodic system I feel like had its course. It wasn't something that like I enjoyed particularly, but. It had its run. It worked out somewhat well. Like, Wolf Among Us was brutal. Mm-hmm. Like, that game took forever to come out with episodes. And it was awful. Like, because I'd be... They'd end an episode with a cliffhanger, and I'd have to wait six months to get a new one. And by that point, I forgot about Wolf Among Us. So I'd have to watch a recap. Yeah. And that's not an enjoyable way to play games like I shouldn't have to watch a recap for the same game and I agree so I'm glad they changed it I'm excited for, I'm excited for I'm gonna call it season 3 of Life is Strange I don't know like Life is Strange 3 yeah yeah I wonder if we get a Life is Strange 3 or they're just gonna keep doing like you know, true colors, etc. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the only one we have is uh, Before the Storm. So I'm wondering, like, is that the size you're you're going for for true colors? And, like, Lavish Strange 3 will be a bigger experience? I'm intrigued. But I'm intrigued. very, very excited for this. Can't, can't wait for it. Um, Avengers put out a roadmap. That was cool. Whatever. You know, whatever that. Uh, Outriders got a new look at the game. Cool. It's coming out here pretty soon. Uh, uh, Tomb Raider, nothing crazy, except we now have confirmed that that uh, uh, Definitive Survivor trilogy is real. It bundles Tomb Raider, Rise of Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, all three games in the one package. So that's pretty cool right there. Um, yeah, some mobile games got announced. Uh, uh, that was that was pretty much the bulk of the square thing. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't anything too wild besides what we already touched on. So, yeah. Very, very excited. Very, very excited. Next time I hear Square, I want to see if we make part two. But, uh, that's all I'm saying. Don't, don't talk to me until, uh, until it's ready. Yep, I agree. I don't I agree. care. But on to the main topic here at hand here. We have a little conversation about why did PlayStation buy Evo, right? Uh, this was interesting. This uh, happened, I think, on Friday, I think, or Thursday. Um and uh, for those unaware, EVO is a massive fighting game tournament that's been happening for multiple years at this point. Very, very long uh, history of, uh, you know, games being there, right? From the likes of Smash, I believe, yes. right? Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur, etc., right? So it's definitely big in the fighting game scene. I'm not even going to front and act like I'm a big fighting game fan. I'm really not. Um, and I know both me and you have, like, little... We have a decent amount of knowledge on on Evo. We're we're aware of it, right? Yeah. Um, but I know PlayStation, so I can definitely talk about why they would buy this. Um, and but I know fighting games. Yeah, I guess I'll hear from you. Like, first off, like, what are your thoughts behind this acquisition, and and like, why do you think they would do it? It's it's an engagement thing. Like. Okay. Sony has been putting in work to become the face of just video games. Like when when you when you hear video game, you think of Sony first. And honestly, they've been doing a pretty good job about it. 
mm-hmm. like with they're obviously their main star cast and r- lineup of genre-defining games from Naughty Dog and from their other first-party studios like Insomniac and Sucker Punch. Like the games that they publish and have their name and seal of approval carry weight. So when you when you shift that impact, that significance in the gaming industry to the I would say the front running like lead of the fighting game community, like the the culmination, the E three of fighting games. Well, E three in its heyday for, of fighting games. Where you get to go and see the best of the best play some of your favorite games in front of a huge crowd. And when you attach that to Sony, people, when they think Evo, they think Sony. And I think it's a good move. Like, despite the scandals that happened last year, like, it's... Evo means a lot to a lot of people. I love watching Evo. I love fighting games. I think they're a lot of fun. Fighting games are the only games that I, for some reason, get really toxic about. (laughs) (laughs) like i'm super competitive when it comes to fighting games alone like obviously that's an issue but i've gotten a lot better throughout the years but fighting games are always something fun to watch they bring people together in a way not a lot of games can because at least in my experience the games that I get hyped watching the most you show me you put me in like a League of Legends like tournament I, I sleep I, I'm I'm bored I don't care for even first person shooters and those are my bread and butter like I don't I'm I'm not gonna get excited watching Call of Duty like, there's only so much that can happen in a Call of Duty match. But a fighting game is a fundamental understanding of how the game works from combos to frame data. And it shows a lot more tech that a lot of people appreciate. And it's built up a reputation throughout the years with some missteps here and there because of a few people. And, you know, that being as it is, it has become the face of fighting games, like, for tournaments. So when you have all of these these esports teams with fighting games, and you have individuals, like, promising individuals, and you become the face behind it, like, you use, like... Like I said, wrapping it all up, is when you think Evo, you think Sony. When you think fighting game tournaments, you think Sony now, because Sony owns Evo. So, mm. it really... It it puts Sony in a position to be more... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, the, it allows you to have a an, an increased enga- engagement with with them as a game uh, as, a, as a leader in the game industry like 
not only do they make games, but they facilitate the playing of games. And they become more for the players. Right. So, I don't think Evo would change fundamentally. You'll see a few Sony logos here and there. But, I... I think they bought it just to become more involved. Which is a worthwhile investment. Yeah, like... I find this really interesting for, like, a multitude of reasons. Like, I think there's a little bit of precedent for this, but honestly, not really. Like, I mean, the last fighting game that that, that PlayStation made, right? You know what? Honestly, I may be talking out of turn here. Wasn't it PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale was the last fighting game that PlayStation, like, developed? Right? Because, um, here... I had yes. a I I asked Twitter right, and I had a dude write in um, at uh, Hawking MNPC. Okay, he says I asked why do you think they they buy him? He had three bullet points: one, strengthens strengthens relationship with Capcom and WB. Guilty Gear Strive comes out next month, and Street Fighter Six MK12 in Justice Three all probably in development, so it will be easier. To sign a deal for marketing rights. Like, all those sound interesting. Is there a specific reason why he cited Guilty Gear Strive? Like, I am unaware of that game. Do you know anything about that game overall? I do. If not, then we can just... Okay. Like, is there a tie between them and Sony that I'm just unaware of? Well, you know? the, the developer is pretty popular. It's the same developer that made um, Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. And okay. it, it, it's probably just uh, the, the reason for it in the article is probably just for context on the popularity of fighting games. Like, new ones are constantly being developed and updated, so on and so forth. Yeah. But I, 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 do, I do think that, like, Sony would benefit from buying a fighting game studio. Hmm. Like... And Arc System, getting Arc System games exclusively on Sony consoles, and then having Sony exclusive games at Evo, at least somewhat, would make it, would definitely help them. Yeah, yeah, like, I definitely get the hold of, like, hey, you know, we can, um, you know, and now anyone that wants to participate in the biggest fighting game tournament in the world, right? Um, we have a little bit of access where we could perhaps ask for marketing deals and make deals that way with this leverage of owning Evo, right? So I definitely get it from that standpoint. Like, that makes a lot of sense. That's honestly some big brain energy that I can see happening for real, right? Like, that makes a ton of sense. Um, the other thing too is that I don't know if you've been super observant of this thing about PlayStation, right? Is that over the past few months, there's been a lot of like tournaments that they have been streaming on Twitch. And by them, I mean PlayStation, like, I mean themselves, like the official playstation twitch channel and youtube channel like they've been streaming a lot of tournaments from like different fighting games over the past few months you know and um they've been like running their own tournaments thing like you know how there's like that tournament system on playstation 4 and i think it's on ps5 as well right now um 
like they've been hosting tournaments there as well right so like they have been doing this for a for a little while you know i haven't paid it too much mind because i'm just not that in the fighting games overall right like i do watch the occasional like overwatch league um match or i actually am a fan of watching cod competitively <laughs> you know that's just biased because like i just generally just like cod you know um so i'm i definitely watch those two whenever they're on but like that's the bulk of it i don't think i've ever seen like a full evo match i've seen like evo compilations but like that's it you know what i'm saying um so i think it's probably like having to do with a little bit of that like there's there there seems to be some you know some sort of stock and attention being put into tournaments of fighting games with them you know streaming it on their social channels and uh, running tournaments themselves in the PlayStation ecosystem as a whole. So I find that pretty interesting as well. You know, that, like there's there's definitely there there definitely seems to be some sort of precedent there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That I find interesting. Um, I also wonder how they're gonna handle Smash. Right? Do you think they would they would keep Smash in Evo now that Sony owns it? Yeah, Smash is a huge part of Evo. It's it wouldn't be great of them to to get rid of it. Like Street Fighter and Smash and Mortal Kombat are all huge parts of Evo, and it would definitely lose viewership if you just said, "Eh, fuck them." Yeah, I also think like that'd be a super bad move. Like like Smash, you know, whether you want to call it like a hardcore fighting game or you know a a or like the like lowest. Um, because I know, like, uh, how I phrase this, like, I've heard people say that, like, Smash is, like, not as a serious fighting game as, like, Tekken or Mortal Kombat, you know, or Soul Calibur, right? In terms of just, like, overall, like, technique and, like, um, what's what I'm looking for? Just the type of games they are, right? Yeah. Is that true? I, or am I just capping? No, uh, people have definitely said that, like... I, I think Smash is a fighting game in its own. Like, just because it's different from traditional fighting games, such as Capcom and Netherrealm games, doesn't make it any less of a fighting game. I, I, I think it has merit as a fighting game. Like, people don't think it's as hardcore. And there are some aspects to where I can understand that, but people say that it typically means to diminish the impact that smash had it's like oh it's not really a fighting game it shouldn't be here i think it deserves to be at evo i think it is a fighting game of like it is a worthy mention yeah and not everything needs to be on a 2d aspect like traditional fighting games like i know smash is like 2.5d or whatever but it's it definitely deserves to be there just because it doesn't have like it ha well actually it has counters it has all that like, yeah I mean like as far as I'm aware you know, like smash has a lot of depth that like I don't even know right like there's frame counting in fucking smash there's like move lists of like hey like this move takes like three frames as opposed to this move that takes four frames there's like down B fucking attacks and like yo I bro it seems complex to me. <laughs> Combos, you it's... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. The, I get what you're saying. Like The fundamental difference between Smash and other fighting games that I've played are, are the use of combos 
because in Smash there are no set combos. Like there's no, you know, quarter rotate A B Y up whatever. Right. Like in Smash, you have to develop your own combos, and then people ad- adopt them, and you just string together moves independently. You have a base set of skills, and then you need to be creative in how you string them together. Opposed to fighting games where you jump from combo to combo, like preset combos, in order to to just stay the way that it is. And that's the fundamental difference that I understand about Smash to other fighting games. And that's okay, because there are some times that I want to do just set combos and kick ass like that, and there are some times where I just want to play as Sonic and do my own thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I think think they're going to stick with the same roster of games. Sony will probably... Now they have an incentive to either acquire a fighting game studio or develop their own yes this is the next thing i wanted to tell you like do you think this is telling of like the future within first party of like is there a fighting game being made right now for PlayStation? which you know of course that knee jerks the um the most popular uh thing to say right online in terms of like PlayStation first party fighting games is um are they doing a PlayStation all-stars battle royale too like, will that be a reality someday? You know? I'm not saying it will for sure. I am saying that, hey, with them buying Evo and this emphasis on the fighting game genre, it wouldn't put it past me to see it in a few years. Like, hey, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2 is happening. I don't know if they'll keep the Battle Royale name. I bet they'll just do, like, PlayStation All-Stars 2, you know? And just have, like, All-Stars just be the name of the game. Um, but I think that could be super fucking cool, man. You know, it could also be shit. It could also be ass. I'm not saying it's, you know, could also be ass, but I think it could be really cool, man. If they really did it, you know, I think that, um, I think that, you know, with Astro's Playroom, right? I think it really proved to a lot of people and honestly proved to me too that, while a lot of the references that were made in that game, right, are not exclusive owned Sony IP, right, there's a lot of lineage to the PlayStation platform. Like, like there's a lot of, like, historical, like, you know, like, there's, I would say, like, there's a lot of heritage in PlayStation at, at, at this point now, right, um, that, like, you know, at least rivals nintendo's in a way i'm not saying it's better or anything like that but like it's i feel like they're they're pretty comparable in terms of like iconic ip that nintendo has that sony now has as well in terms of just like the amount of nostalgic um characters that are in the family right so i think bringing them all together put them in the fighting game i think that could be really really cool in 2021 or 2022 or 2023 you know what do you think yeah I, I think that they would really benefit from it, especially if they fix the mistakes, because they tried to make it Smash. Yes. They they wanted Smash, but with Sony characters. And I played All-Stars. I didn't like it. Yeah, I have it on my Vita. Yeah. I, uh, I played it once. I rented it from, like, a Blockbuster. <laughs> and... 
I really did like it because yeah. it was like this is just Diet Smash. It it was it was Diet Smash that you left outside, so all the carbonation was gone and it was warm. Mm. I hear you. It was I, hear warm. You. I didn't like it, but if you try to make it its own thing, or try to make it, because think about it. Think about it like uh, I'm not gonna get into. Mugens, Mugens, I forget how they're pronounced, but I'm not gonna get into the realm of that kind of kind of topic. Like, but have you seen Dragon Ball Fighters at all? A little bit, a like, little bit. Yeah. Imagine a game like that, like its own cool animated art style, but you get Kratos versus Colmograph. Like, so, like, wait, DBZ Fires, that's the, is that, like, the 3D fighting game? Like, no, it, it's, it's, it's like a 2, it, it's 3D, but it's on, like, a 2D plane. It's, it looks like a normal fighting game with the camera, where you would expect it to be in a fighting game. Okay, gotcha. But it's, it's got, it, Arc, Arxis has a beautiful animation quality, like, Guilty Gear Strive, I implore you to look at it. It looks great. Let me let me look at it right now, actually. Let me while while you're talking, I'll look up a little bit of Guilty Gear uh, gameplay. Because I because I'm just genuinely curious. You know? So when 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 you look at that, I want you to think about it. It's like Kratos versus Cole McGrath or other PlayStation frontrunners. Like okay. Like okay. you get Crash in there, you get Cole, you get Kratos. I don't know. It like you put in you oh. make you you make all stars, but you you try not to make it smash because it doesn't need to be. Yeah, like, you can you can make an innovative fighting game that plays the way that your character should play without making it smash. It just takes a little nice. creativity. It takes a little time. But I think it's definitely possible. And if they acquired Arxis and they were, hey, we would like you to make a PlayStation All Stars in the style of your previous games, all you need to do is make the characters true to form. You put in Sony characters, you make them true to form based on their gameplay and their respective games. The rest is yours to do whatever you want with. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they could make something amazing. Oh shit! Damn. Okay, you can't open my. Yeah. No. I mean. So, I mean, I wouldn't honestly be really that um, surprised, and like, I'd actually be a little bit more intrigued if it was like a 3D like arena type fighting game. You know. Um, I know like some old DBZ games are kind of like that, right? As far as I'm aware. Yeah. There. There were definitely. I know like what you're talking about. Like. Raging Blast 2. I don't think it would work that well. I think it would be... Like, if you put PlayStation characters in there, like... I don't think it would work that well. Interesting. Because okay. there's, there's no incentive... Like, you play as Cole, right? Yeah. Why would I ever go near you? Hmm. We're gonna have to sit down and talk about, like, the hypothetical, like, how would we want to do... PlayStation also is Battle Royale too. Like let's 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 build the roster, let's decide the game format, 
let's yeah because i i think that could be a cool combo you know what i'm yeah. saying i i think it's gotta be like what i showed you with guilty gear i think it's gotta be yeah like that. okay because i mean now i mean yo we we can bring in jin sakai aloy the bloodborne guy right you know what i'm saying of course we have classics like ratchet and clank nathan drake kratos of course you know what i'm saying um i think it'd be really miles morales now you could bring in spider-man right like, dude, like, I think, I think that could be really fucking cool, man. Of course, bring in my boy Cole McGrath. He'll show some respect. You know what I'm saying? Delson Rowe. I would have a Delson you know. color palette for Cole, but when you think infamous, nobody thinks Delson. Yeah, I hope they realize. Yeah, and I'm sure they know that, hey, Cole is infamous. It's Well, if, you know. if they thought Delson was as significant, if not more than Cole, we would have gotten a sequel by now. That's very true. That's very true. That's very true. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's a move that I'm going to be looking for. I like wonder what they're going to do with it now. Um, as someone who is not into fighting games that deeply, uh, definitely am just intrigued. You know, like, will this get me into more fighting games? We shall see. You know, um, I think I think the last thing I'll say is that, like, I've been kicking around the idea for multiple years now to play through Injustice 1 and 2. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how those rank, like if those are regarded as good games or bad games in the fighting game community. Um, but I, 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 I kind of want to see what's up with that, you know? Because the comic story, as I know, is pretty good. Yeah, I, I love Injustice. I played both of them when they, when they released. It's, yeah. it's yeah. a good time. I think you'd like it. All right. Well, yeah, definitely gonna be following this story for sure. I think it's really, really intriguing. And, uh, yeah, let us know down below, guys. What are your thoughts? You know, do you like uh, Sony getting a little bit more into fighting games, right? What are your thoughts? And um, I think I think that's uh, I think that's episode nine. Arachnite. Where can the people find you? I am on the PlayStation Discord under the same name. You can find the link in the description. And I am on Twitter at Orly underscore Macias, where I talk about video games and comic books and share screenshots that I take in games. Hell yeah. Hell I, yeah. I took some great ones in Doom Eternal during the DLC, but the Steam screenshot resolution is awful. So they're all worthless. Wait, for what game? Uh, the Doom Eternal DLC. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the screenshot quality is pretty bad. You hate to see it. Like 720p. Big yikes. Big so yikes. Unusable. Unusable. Completely unusable. I agree. <laughs> Just like, uh, uh, you know, apparently 60 frames is unfucking un bearable, right? No, 60 frames <laughs> is the bare minimum. <laughs> 720p is the equivalent of 30 frames. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not defending 720p under any, any circumstances. No, no. Nope, no, no, no. But, uh, of course, of course well hello of course this has been save slot podcast episode 9 once again the weekly news show about any and all things ps5 playstation games and playstation itself of course you can catch the show here on youtube.com to the playstation source as well as podcast services like apple Podcasts, google play spotify and anywhere else via our anchor link in the description also make sure to like the video and or rate the podcast please to help us be seen by more viewers so we can grow the pss family down below you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on twitter and discord in the in the description 
Also, if you're feeling generous, feel free to hit that join button to become a member of the channel with the $1 Prince tier and or $5 King tier to also, you know, be in that members coveted group of gentlemen and ladies, maybe probably only gentlemen, but you know, it's all good. Uh, you can catch a show. <laughs> Sorry, not that you can catch. You can check out stream series throughout the week as well. Next week, we, we will be starting resistance on Tuesday. It's going down. I'm very excited. So it's going to be Resistance Episode 1, Metal Gear Solid 3 Episode 2, and then uh, Resistance Episode 2 on Thursday. So definitely get hyped for that. And um, yeah, guys, thank you all for watching. And as always, greatness, greatness awaits. awaits. See you later, guys.